0: The reference in today's Gospel to um, a mother-in-law and St. Peter uh, reminds me of an old joke uh, that you may or may not have heard. The joke goes like this. Why was it that St. Peter betrayed Jesus? Because he never forgave Jesus for healing his mother-in-law. <laughs> now a related fact is this, that sometimes God does things that we don't want him to do. And sometimes he fails to do the things we do want him to do. So on one hand we heard in the gospel text there about, you know, this is one of many examples where the huge crowds came to him, came with all of their problems, their diseases, their sickness, and he had compassion on them. He cured many who were suffering from diseases of one kind or another. That he cared for them as he cares for us. But on the other hand, we heard in our first reading of Job, the lament of Job. That this short passage doesn't uh, remind us, but things have been going bad for Job. Everything that could go wrong for Job has gone wrong for Job at this stage. He's lost all his possessions, his Cattle, his sheep, have all been taken. He's um, had his house fall down. He's had all his children die. And from head to foot, his entire body is covered with boils. And so he utters this long lament: "Is man's life no better than drudgery? My eyes will never again see joy." As I think most of us know, the entire book of Job is a reflection in the Bible of the whole problem of suffering in particular, why bad things happen to good people. And the reason for us as Christians that this is a problem is that we believe in a good God. If we believed, as some of the pagan religions did, that God was wicked and vengeful and wanting to do bad things to us then it wouldn't surprise us when bad things come our way. But the scriptures indicate the reverse. He's a good God. He's a caring God. And yet so often he doesn't do the thing I want. Or well, why? Why? Well, in the book of Job, what answer is Job given to his question? Well, the answer he is given is that God will not give him an answer. That God is, he is told, all wise, all good, all powerful. But his mind is beyond that of little Job. And rather than answering Job, God asks Job a series of questions. Where were you, he says, when I made the earth? Where were you when I put the bounds on the ocean? Where were you when I put the the moon around the earth? If you weren't there when I did all these things, who are you to be questioning my wisdom? And that's not the only answer Scripture gives to the problem of suffering, but it is an important one. The ultimate answer Scripture gives to the problem of suffering is Jesus on the cross. Where is God in our suffering? He's with us there on the cross. But let me close with a different answer namely that of St. Augustine, that he gives in the context of prayer. St. Augustine talks about why it is we need to ask God for things, why we need to ask God for things even though God already knows what we want. And St. Augustine lays it out like this. He said, God wants, God desires to give us what we need. The problem is, I'm not ready for it. And what makes me ready to receive what he wants to give already? Well, my very asking, my asking again and again and again, it changes me, it forms me, until I become ready to receive the thing that he wanted to give me all along. By analogy, a child will often see something that it wants and scream out to its mummy, give me, give me, give me that glittering, attractive thing I see there. Give me that, that, that sharp knife I can see hanging there. Give me that spinning chainsaw that I see. Let me go to the glowing fire. And the child doesn't know why the mother says, no. But the mother knows that a lot of things need to change in that child before that child is ready for those things. And the mother's not going to give something to the child that isn't for the child's good yet. By analogy, God. God knows what is best for us, better than we know ourselves. So to come back to St. Peter's mother-in-law well did St. Peter want the Lord to heal his mother-in-law? Well the Gospels are silent on that comment. But we can be sure that if the Lord did it then it was for the best. And as we have our problems in life, then let us, like the the sick and needy in that passage, let us bring our problems, bring our needs to the Lord as the crowds did then. Like them with confidence, trusting in the Lord, but knowing, as Job was told, that the Lord knows better than we are. And so to do so with humility, with confidence, and with trust.